welcome back to Black Girlish, the podcast. I'm your host, Tegan. And before we begin today, I would like to acknowledge that we are meeting on Darul Country today. And today, our guest is Stella. Hey, hey everyone. Hey, Tegan. Hey, hey sis. Welcome. So, how you been? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Um, Tegan's just here in my house at Vomitary. Yes. Um, we've known each other for a many years actually we have we go way back yeah since we were what like i think it was what 2011 2012 maybe what 17 17 yeah Yeah, 17 years old (gasps) actually we met at uh winter school at unsw yeah Yeah. trying out uni for what a bunch of nerds (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um we're here in bombardieri um stella lives down here a very beautiful country is it very far from the beach? Um, the closest beach would be about 15, 20 minutes, Seven Mile Beach, it's called. Oh. Um, super nice beach, but yeah, a little bit mm. back from the beach, but we're sort of along the Shoalhaven River and along the flood plains here, so it's okay. pretty nice. Mm. Deadly. So yeah, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself? Yeah, so um, I'm 25 years old, 26 almost, uh, yeah. next week. <laughs> yes, we, we're actually both uh, Librans. We, yes. We're one day apart. I'm older. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? I'm a saltwater girl. I love the ocean. Um, I love surfing and freediving and really enjoy active lifestyle. Um, so, you know, bushwalking and... Um, I grew up in a really awesome part of the world, um, just north of Wollongong, um, in a place called Coldale, and that place is sort of surrounded, it feels like you're nestled in a cocoon by like Mm -hmm. the escarpment, so you've got the escarpment sort of giving you a nice big hug, and then you've got the ocean like right in front of you, and in between that is like this tiny little coastal town, Um, so yeah, that's where I grew up, and yeah, I love that part of the world too, yeah. but yeah, I'm down here now and exploring a new part of the South Coast. Yes, very, very nice. Um, so you're Indigenous as well as Croatian. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so my mum is Croatian. Um, she was born here, um, but her parents came here when they were escaping communism. Um, just before my mum was born. Um, and then my dad, he is Aboriginal um, through his mother's side. And through that, um, I'm a Warramai woman. So we come from the Mile Lakes area um, of, what would you call it? Sort of like mid-north New South Wales coast. Um, so yeah, around like Port Stephens and that sort of area. It's beautiful up there. Yeah, that's lovely up yeah. there. Mm. So does your dad have like, you know, are you from a big family? Um, it's not really that big a family. He had all brothers, um, but finding out about our Aboriginality was sort of a new thing for both himself and myself and, um, obviously, you know, my sister and my twin brother, um, we all sort of found out through um sort of linking up with um family so my dad didn't grow up really with his mum um but they connected again when I would have been in primary school right um 
So I remember it was a bit of a funny time. We had like this, it was like a, um, what would you call it? Grand, grandparents day at primary school. It was like bring, bring your grandparents <laughs> to school sort Aww. of day. And you had like a morning tea. That's so sweet. Um, and I remember yeah. that, I think that instance was the first day that I met her actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause they had connected not long before that and sort of, you know, invited her down. She's um, up in Parramatta. Um, in Sydney. Um, Is she still there? Yeah. Yeah. So um, we're not super close, but that's something that um, we're trying to work on. Um, yeah. You know, connecting up that side of the family and mm. yeah, learning about ourselves a little bit more. Yeah. No, but that's you know, in saying all of that, that's another you know side to us Aboriginal brothers and sisters that you don't really hear. You know, well. I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. I haven't met a lot of mob who have, um, you know, experienced stolen generation. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Everybody experiences flow-on effects to some degree. Of course, of course. But it's, um, you know, I'm, I guess what I'm asking is, you know, how, how is that for you as an Aboriginal woman, uh, like, you know, not growing up in community yeah. and you're, you, you know, you've only newly discovered that yeah. and stuff, you know, because the aim of this podcast is we're letting our listeners know that, you know, you, how you embody the art of living in two worlds. Mm. Um, well, I guess like growing up, I was always sort of, I felt you know, stuck in the middle mm. sort of thing. Even before I did find out that I was Aboriginal, I, you know, would get these comments from people, some of them, you know, real positive ones about my appearance or skin or whatever, and then some of them, like, real negative, and, mm-hmm. um, like, there's no need to really go into that. But, um, yeah, it was growing up even, you know, like... That, I was always sort of like walking in two worlds yeah and um you know through talking with my dad and stuff you know he had always um you know felt a little bit different too like in that same sort of way Mm. um but yeah it can feel really like I still carry a lot of oh I don't know if it's shame or I feel like a lot of heaviness that Mm. I don't have the privilege of like you know knowing my culture living on my own country Mm -hmm. um you know connecting with my own family on that side so much um so yeah I carry that around a little bit and yeah I try and um not think too much about the comparison trap that you can easily fall into yeah yeah um yeah no but in saying that I mean you know your work that you're currently yeah. you know, doing, you you're very much you know. Do you want? Well, yeah, we I haven't think, even. I know we didn't even introduce that. What's wrong with us? Oh my god! <laughs> only like ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. jeez. But in saying all of that, you know, it's you're doing, you know, you know yourself through and through. And yeah. not only that, you are connected to a lot of sister girls. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's an ever-growing journey, um, discovering about myself and my culture and. Um, yeah, so I've always, I should talk about what I do for work. Yes. Because I think that's important. <laughs> um, I agree. <laughs> so 
I because I grew up in such a beautiful part of the world and um, my my dad had quite a um, he's quite like a how do you say it I wasn't brought up like with hippies but how do you like <laughs> oh they're like um, uh, like he's very carefree. down to earth yeah carefree, carefree loves like my childhood I spent a lot of time like surfing along the beach bushwalking in the mountains like right um, behind my neighborhood so like um, growing up I'd always you know spend a lot of time outdoors um, and my parents like instilled those values of respect through me Um, so growing up I had always thought in my head that oh I really want to work for national parks because um, a lot of the bushland around my area was national parks and so you know in school when we would have like careers advisors um <laughs> this is definitely you know, I saying, love this. saying like yes. you know what do you want to do and I'd be like oh I want to work um in the bush um and you know I'd I went to like a private school on scholarship and um there wasn't a lot of like colored kids there um that you could relate to yeah, yeah but anyway the careers advisor would always be like oh no you don't want to work for you don't want to do environmental work like there's no money in that oh, how dare you yeah like, <laughs> and yeah. you know and like all the kids in my cohort you know wanted to be like lawyers and like accountants and like just things that don't I <laughs> totally could not relate to like I was there on a sports scholarship and yeah I didn't really f- fit in so well in that um the private school girl. yeah yeah I get what you I totally understand that like I'm a fellow private school girl myself so I know what's up with that but it's um you know yeah it's it's an interesting thing it's very elitist in a way like at private schools you know they want to be doctors they want to be lawyers like you said for sure but that's so deadly look at you yeah and so yeah I was sort of always told oh no no no, you don't want to do that you don't want to do that and then um you know people would also tell me that I would never be able to get a job with national parks either. Like people who in just like around the surf and beach yeah, car parks and right. stuff, they'd like all these old, you know, white men, like, like, Oh no, no, you, you could never do that. And oh I'd always God. feel like, no, I will. Like I knew deep down that I really wanted to. That's um, it. That's and, deadly. Yeah, yeah. So I would be like calling up like on all the office phones for national parks and like leaving voicemails as soon as I finished school <laughs> and was like, you know, can I get some work experience? And um, no way it was really, like, answering or taking. So, really? um, I yeah, so my mum was like, you know, you should go to uni and um, maybe try and do something that can give you a couple of um, skills or qualifications yeah. that they might be looking for. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I was thinking, like, oh, maybe I'll do, like, a um, Bachelor of Science or um, I know that, like, a lot of it is about cultural heritage, so... Um, indigenous studies and indigenous studies was something that I wanted to do um, like to study in high school but Mm. there wasn't enough students who were interested in it so I never ran it it's such a shame like it's such a deadly subject yeah I I mean I did it I did it at uni yeah as well um I think it gives you so many good um just and uh, skills to critique things of what you're being told around you and that's it it's the it challenges the western yeah. Uh, way of thinking yeah. uh, that's been pushed 
like forced onto us since we were little. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But it's, um, I, I don't know about you, but I found that in the Indigenous Studies um, class that I took at UTS, majority of, I was the only Indigenous person there, and majority of the class, actually 90% of the class were um, students from overseas. Oh. Yeah. It was sort of similar to mine, my experience. I studied at UAW, um, University of Wollongong. Um, but yeah, so I had enrolled to study there in Indigenous Studies um, and I was maybe like halfway through my degree and then an opening came up for National Parks traineeships. Anyway, so I, awesome. I applied for that, um, went through the rounds and you know, did all the testing and stuff, interviews, mm-hmm. and I finally got the job. And um, yeah, that was like a huge achievement for me and yes. it was so pivotal that traineeship. I mean, I'm still with National Parks now, but you know, in a different, a little bit higher role. Um, but that traineeship was so good for just boosting my self-esteem. You know, I was yes, like yes. learning how to operate heavy machinery and um, like all these sorts of like tools that are typically like, you know, just considered for males to use. So we love that. Yeah, I was like the we only. I was like the only young person and only female. Um, so yeah, that had its challenges, and um, you know. It, I get to be outside every single day um, working on country and yeah I just love it because I feel like I get to sort of connect mm. with myself even yeah. though it's not my own country but um, I you know have deep respect for this country because it's raised me and I've That's learned it. a lot about myself oh, so through, you know through it so yeah. Um, yeah it's been an awesome job for me and I've been able to connect with um, a lot of like local community members here, so that's been really helpful for me to, you know, start connecting with Mob and that's it. Um, in community, learning more yeah. about our ways of doing things and that's our it. stories. And and it's never too late. It's never never yeah. too late, you know. And like I said, you know, earlier in when we were talking, not on the podcast, um, you know, it's 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 unfortunate, you know, it's. The history of this country, it's real. And we need to share these stories. They're so important. Your story is so important. Yeah. Because the effects of what had happened to our people, it mm. lingers, you know. But it's deadly, you know. You're doing everything right. You're getting in touch with mob. You're here looking after country. Yeah, it's, and, like, whenever I'm out in country, I'm always, like, looking out for, you know, um, you know spirits, you know, making themselves yeah. seen through animals and stuff. What are yeah. they trying to teach me? What can I learn from this? I love that. And, like, I I feel really strong when I am out, you know, doing a job, but along the way on the job I can be like, oh, look, here's these, you know, yes. berries that aren't, you, you know, told yeah. me about are good for this. And so, like, I'm, like, learning things as I'm going. Yeah. And, um, you know, that makes me feel really strong to be, you know, taking a native current on the way yeah. as I'm doing track work and being like, oh, yeah, this is good for my vitamin C or some yeah. sarsaparilla being like okay this is going to be good for my tummy you know That's like so great. stuff like that just makes me feel really strong and I know that I'm in the right place oh that's so yeah. solid I love that I love hearing that it's yeah. um because it can be hard to connect um with your aboriginality through people so sometimes mm. that that connection um can be more available to you through being on country, if that makes mm. sense. 
you know, because there's so yeah. many different ways of connecting with your culture. Yeah, it's, um, you know, I think it's for me, like if, you know, relating a little bit to you, it's, it's when I'm, you know, in the salt water. My people are salt water people. Yeah. The Wapabara from far north Queensland. And whenever I'm in the ocean, it's just so calming. Yeah. And I, you're a beach baby, yeah. so you know. I actually have this crazy, like, <laughs> thing that happens. Um, and I know it's just, like, ancestors coming and checking up on me or making themselves seen sort of thing. But if there's going to be, like, whales or dolphins out in the ocean when I'm, like, down at the beach... Mm. I'll just like know where they are instantly like I won't be looking in that direction but all of a sudden I'll look there and it'll pop up and I'll be like oh yeah there it is oh that's so like, deadly I've never like, seen a whale funny thing the whale is my totem and I've never seen one like I never got to yeah. see one it's, well, um, I'll have to serious. find you one like yeah see like I don't know my totem and that makes me sad because I you know I'm longing for that yeah. but um yeah, actually, my first experience on my country was, oh, it was incredible. It was like, yeah, do you want to Yeah, okay. So, um, it was a couple years ago, maybe like six years ago. Um, my boyfriend and I were traveling up the north coast um, in our van. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we were stopping off. Um, we were actually on our way to Byron Bay, but I'd made it um I'd made a point that we had to you know stop by this area where I know my family's from um you know like there's an actual place named after some of my um relatives like their last name so it's Mm. like okay here is where I'm meant to be anyway so we planned to stop there on the way up and we got to this area that's named after one of my family members um sort of late at night and you know when you get somewhere to when you get to somewhere at night time you you can't really see what's around you but you sort of yeah um anyway we were like setting up our van for the night we couldn't really tell what was around um and on the way there oh I forgot to say this on the way there I was just like <laughs> I felt this sudden like just I was so emotional like all of a sudden I oh was just God. bawling my eyes out in the oh car maybe from nervousness and you know like so much build up but I knew it was like happy crying like like I'm so happy here anyway so we parked the van up um and you know my boyfriend always asked me when when have we set up camp somewhere like you know do you feel safe here is this okay and when he when when he asked me this I was like just straight out without thinking I was like of course like this is my home of course I'm safe here like I I was so comfortable there Mm. and um so yeah we just slept the night um in the car and then the following morning woke up I was so excited um you know opened the door and the beach was literally just over the dunes so like I could tell where the way was to get um down to the beachfront to the sand anyway along this track that went through the dunes onto the beach there's this little bird in front of me that sort of like kept guiding me like it was a little bit ahead it would stop turn around wait wait, and then I'd catch up a little bit and it would keep going a little bit more stop turn around wait it just kept pulling me yeah pulling me and pulling Mm -hmm. me to the top of the dunes and I got to the top of the dunes and it was the time of year when um whales are migrating right anyway so there's all these whales out the back and all these 
like huge pods of dolphins all like circling fishing and stuff at this beach um this is at um what's it called sugarloaf point seal rocks yeah anyway so i was just like so amazed because i was like okay i've just had this bird showing me the way and then i finally see the beach and i've got like all my ancestors yeah, out there just like, like circling around us. yeah saying hey welcome anyway I so that. i like it's, um i still sort of get like teary like an emotional thinking yeah about that day it was like amazing welcome yes yeah, welcome <sighs> welcoming you back yeah you knew how much your like your soul and your heart long to yeah. be home and they're waiting for you Mm. that's so deadly oh my god yeah like no yeah. one can no one can tell you these things or teach you these things nah. and it's um. weird it's um you know it's like we have this innate um i want to say sort of compass or something or like you know it, it not compass like a magnet it pulls yeah. things to us or we're getting pulled to them but you've got to be open to it too that's, that's it the other thing. but I, that's kind of scary of people... in itself yeah. as well <laughs> what we're talking like you know talking about spirituality and stuff you know and us as black women we are strong Mm. with that like um i don't know like yeah i don't want to get into it because i get freaked (laughs) out but i've had like i've had some visitors over the years yeah you know what i mean but it's um yeah it's that's so special to hear that you know they knew that you needed that yeah and they were there i feel like there's so much around you if you're like you know really opening your eyes looking for things like you can be looking but you can be really looking too i know like... and when you're really looking they're there looking right back at you <laughs> you're just like and then oh like that's the thing i get really that's i get it's so silly but i get really freaked out like that if i'm looking hard enough it's sort of like i don't know i get scared that the wrong ones are waiting for yeah, me do you yeah. know what i mean but it's not it's not it's not to say, you know, I'm, like, welcoming that bad stuff. Yeah. Like, the... You just acknowledge... Like, sometimes when I get that vibe, I'll I'll just say, you know, out loud or in my head, like, okay, I acknowledge you're there, but I don't want anything to do with you. Leave me alone, yeah. please. Yeah. Like, I feel... Oh, so, we sort of touched on this briefly just before we started mm-hmm. recording, but I didn't know this about the area that I live in now, um, Bomadary, but soon after moving here, I found out that just you know up the road is one of the or not one of the it's the first um stolen generations children's home in new south Mm. wales and you know all the all the buildings are still there it's like empty block sort of thing Um, so yeah i feel like there's a lot of heavy business up the road and um sometimes i feel like maybe some of those like lingering spirits uh, around um but of course. yeah but i'll just you know try and make sure i'm doing the right thing and you know being respectful and not like doing silly stuff not being out yeah. in the dark and but you do yeah that's it though yeah. you're doing the right things but it's you're right we've got to acknowledge that you know there's other dimensions about yeah you know. and you know the bad spirits and the bad energies and stuff like not that they're bad but just a lot of it's the fact that a lot of bad stuff has happened there yeah you know i mean come on we all know about stolen generation and the history of this country yeah and the flow you know, effects that that's it a lot of people and it's um are affected by but i gotta say your game living here it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, personally you know not for me yeah um it's very it's 
I mean, don't there's something in the pretty. back of my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, of course. You're you're a black woman. You gotta be you know aware of these things and what's around you and you know because these things they do affect you they do affect us um you know like i said we're so innately connected to these things either we go looking for them or they come looking for us you know it's come as warnings letting us know that we're okay and safe or you know like i said if we're doing the wrong thing or not but yeah it's um that's yeah Oh my god, I didn't know that. That that was the first Aboriginal, yeah. uh, the Stolen Generations Aboriginal home. Mm. How, when, do you know the history? Like when that was um, put up? No. Fuck. I, yeah. I remember um, going into it briefly when I did find out, like when I, I found out about it. Um, through uni actually doing my indigenous studies degree because oh after i'd finished the traineeship i had to go back and um (laughs) work on the rest of my degree part-time as i was studying full-time but yeah so (laughs) once i found out i started researching into it a little bit but it was making me too emotional Uh, i just couldn't go there it was Mm. um yeah some of the stories were just like way too much for me at that time um and yeah, I've driven past it once to know where it is, but it's not somewhere that is like calling me to go back there. No, God, no. And you so, don't, yeah. you don't want to be, you know, messing about with that stuff and going yeah. there when you shouldn't be. Yeah. So yeah, you know, I know about it, and it's important to acknowledge that you know that horrible stuff has happened. But um, I'm not trying to get caught up in that. Yeah, that's it. Um. So, yes, on a lighter note, I think mm. we should now um, bring What's the Tea? Oh, yeah. With Tegan. So, I <laughs> yeah, know that you listen. <laughs> yes, I know that you listened to the first episode with Sister Girl Renee. Yeah. And you heard the What's the Tea there. So, you know, it's uh, it's up to you if you got something juicy or funny or. I mean, do you have your journal? Do you want to break out your journal for us? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was actually thinking I would give a recommendation. Because, yeah, I was trying to think of, like, juicy stuff, and I'm like, I'm actually, I'm not, like, that much of a dramatic or, like, a juicy person. Like, I'm not a super gossipy (laughs) person. I'm pretty, like, laid back, I feel. You are. You are. Um, Over the eight years, nearly nine, actually. Oh, my God. Nine years that we've known each other. You're super chill. Yeah. So, my recommendation would be that there's this really awesome um, online retreat for Indigenous women held at the moment. Like, week one has just started. I'm pretty sure you could still... Um, it's free. I'm pretty sure you could still sign Is up this... for it. But it's called Wella Women, and it's by Clothing the Gap and Sparkle Health. Do you know oh, about them? No, I haven't heard So of they're this. the um, organisation. They're from NAM, um, Melbourne, mm. and... So Clothing the Gap is about um, raising awareness about how the Aboriginal flag um, is actually copyrighted by a couple of white yeah. um, men. Yeah. And they will not hand over or release yeah, the copyright. The, yes. Yeah. Anyway, so they are holding a um, retreat at the moment for women. And I signed up for it because I saw it you know, on their Instagram and was like interested in it and I was thinking, so it's all about like um, 
mental well-being yeah. and health sort of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's on Wednesdays at 5.30 to 6.30 and it's via Zoom. And so, oh, like, cool. yeah, I signed up for it and it just started this week. And I was actually really – I felt, like, so shame about um, – so I had never used Zoom before. Like I don't work in an <laughs> office with computers. Oh, well, yeah. And, like so, yeah, you know, like yeah. that's a bit like foreign to me. Sorry, um, I don't mean to laugh, but like, come on, we're twenty five yeah, year olds. Yeah, I know, I know. It's yeah. So like, I'm on this Zoom retreat, and they're like, oh, you know, if you're comfortable, um, they're just like talking. There's about two hundred people who signed up for it. So like, Jeez, it, wow, like from all around Australia and I didn't know this that there would be other people from all over like I was thinking oh yeah it's just going to be like a whole heap of um you know indigenous women from Victoria and I'm going to be like this the random way. girl from New South Wales and they're like why is she here yeah um so yeah I didn't have my audio and video on because oh, I was so yeah. shamed and I thought like oh, oh you know they're gonna like call me out like not yeah. call me out but you know because you're not from Victoria. Yeah, I'm not from Victoria, yeah. and, like, I didn't grow up with community, so sometimes I can feel like a bit like, oh, you know, I'm not deserving of this. But you're so deserving Which, which of I this. am. Yes. It's just, like, all mental games. But of course, of course. Yeah, so initially I was like, no audio, no video. I'll just listen to what everyone's saying. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and it would break up into these, they call them, like, breakout rooms, and uh, you, yes. like, get to yeah. um, talk about different topics with um, different ladies. Yeah. Anyway, um... Once we got in the breakout rooms, I was like, you know what? I can do this. Like, these are my sisters and my Deadly. aunties yes, and grandmothers. Like, those people yeah. from all different ages, all different, you know, mm-hmm. walks of life. Yeah. Everyone's looks all kinds of different, That's but also it. beautiful. Yeah. And, yeah, I ended up, um, you know, feeling comfortable enough to take mm. off the <laughs> mute <laughs> and put my audio up and, like, talk to these women. And, yes. you know, I felt so like happy and connected at, like during that time with them um so yeah i'm like really looking forward to the next what seven weeks left um okay, but i'm pretty sure anyone can still sign up like i don't think it's too late so yeah all right cool Wella um, women it's called Wella women yeah all right cool i'll uh put that up on my instagram okay story so that people can yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, maybe I'll see a couple of you. I'm gonna join. I'm definitely gonna rooms. sign up. That's deadly. <laughs> but look at you—you you did it anyway. Yeah. So proud of you. That's deadly. Um. Yes. So I think this concludes our podcast episode. What okay. do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. That was a deadly recommendation, by the way. Um. So yeah, a whole bunch of you Indigenous sisters out there, get onto clothing the gap. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I found it through them, Clothing the Gap on Instagram. Um, yeah. And yeah, just look out for Willa Women. It's W E L L A H Women. All right, deadly. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much, my sister, for joining <laughs> me with the podcast. Yeah, thanks for breaking the ice. I thought it'd be really scary, but it's not. No, <laughs> we're just here ha- sipping our tea and having a yarn. Yeah. Um, also, by the way, just before we end, Stella. Stella made um, this, what is it? Cocoa uh, and chili tea. Um, I mean, I didn't make the tea, I bought the tea, but yeah, the flavor is <laughs> cocoa and chili, and I just put hot water in it. And like, yeah. But it's really nice and tasty. Still, she poured that water with love, guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so um, make sure you give my Instagram and Twitter a follow. That's Black Girlish Podcast. And um, yeah, stay tuned for the next episode. Thanks, guys. Bye.
Bye.